Yusilbo has a good point. Is there a chance that that's another symptom of you being desynchronized from time-space continuum? Oh, or? maybe. It's, this is becoming a theme, bro. This is becoming a theme. And whatever you have, you've given it to me because mm. I just refreshed in my... You're desyncing me. Every like, time we're decohering. I, yeah, every time I connect with somebody, I pull them into my slowly forming black hole. That's what quantum entanglement is. With spooky action at, at a distance, Einstein was talking about Jaeger's timers. <laughs>
I mean, sorry, oh, red, red keycard room. Bro, I don't have red keycard room. Um, <laughs> dude, I have been trying to find somebody with the key. I'm down. Um, let's go. Let's let's roll. Um, and the fire steel, which oh, is so what the fuck? Dude, there's seven thousand fire steels. I haven't seen one this entire way. Not a single one. I've, um, there's R B A M, which I'm. Fi it's the first key that I'm just yeah. learning. Oh, that yeah. I've learned. I know where it is. There Do you is, have that key? There is no spawn in Escape from Tarkov that I have not visited multiple times in the past two weeks. So, do you have the key? One. Yeah. Weird, because I like I go in. there, I went there and there were two fire steals, three raids in a row. Oh, yeah. There are there are four fire steel, like whatever loot table that's in, there are four of them in RBAM. And uh, bro, this week has been... I have a pretty long fuse for stuff like this, but it's been a nightmare of like... I am farming, you know, 301, West 301, because we've been going shoreline because like East 226 and stuff like that has a Sheriff's Eli badge spawn and West 301 has a fire steel spawn. So it's like, you know what I mean? If you don't want to grind labs, at least you're going to a place that has both spawns. Dude, I'll spend a few hours there and somebody's like legitimately 11 SR on interchange. I found a badge there 11 raids in a row. It's just, just go there one time. And I'm like, okay, so we'll do two entire streams of interchange going to 11 SR pro kill medallions all over the place. Moonshine, nothing. And somebody's like, yo, I promise you first run on RBAM. You're going to find it. It's there at least 50% of the time. I'm like, no, it's not. And they're like, yes, it is. And I was like, okay. So we did an entire stream of reserve. And I hate reserve so much, dude. 30 raids in reserve. You only get to loot the room 10 times. But guess how many there were? <laughs> Zero, dude. And it's just a circle. And then when you're on reserve, somebody's like, yo, just check West 301. I found one there today. And it's like, I need you to shut up. To shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. And then it's like, and then every once in a while, someone's like, go labs. And it's like, that is probably a good strategy because there's one on labs and the manager's office. But I just can't. Dude, reserve physically hurts me it just really hurt, that's it so, hurts me so bad i'm like i've been kind of sort of converted from like <sighs> I, I i've been i i just i just like reserve because i feel like it has the best potential um if there's a ratio with three numbers in it it's like <laughs> being able to get to like at least one unlocked marked room to get something valuable yeah. and then also and if not then there's the fallback of pvp and or scav boss and or raiders sure. and then i in both way both cases no matter where you are it's pretty quick to just get to the back um you know paracord exfil so it's not yeah. like shoreline where there's one place to go there is no fucking pve anywhere yeah. it's just it's just going to be either pve or no nothing yeah and then you have a coin flip between a shitty extract and an extremely shitty extract. Yeah. Uh, so I, on paper, I don't know why I don't like reserve. Like on paper, reserve is amazing for exactly that. There's good loot everywhere. There's actually a ton of PVE everywhere. There's a ton mm -hmm. of PVP everywhere. Exactly. I, dude, I, I, I would venture a guess as my survival rate is less than ten percent on reserve. I just can't. It's if you Damn. you either like these are the three possibilities. I immediately die out of the spawn. Like I just lose that first fight in the first thirty seconds. I w win the first fight and die to somebody else pushing in, or I win all of my PvP fights and just get one shot by Gluhar. Like <laughs> the other day, yeah. dude. The other day we spawn. It's in my highlight video. We spawned in 
and we were running to we weren't even going for rbm at this point we were running over there and i just it was 16 second raid i fell over dead and it was i would thought it was a player that sniped me out of a spawn it was gluhar so we watched the tape back and like at the moment i was dead like you you just couldn't see him he wasn't he was just like around the corner and like the very first frame of my head that came he was just like ah, poof! and it was like okay like I don't, so I reserve, I want to love it so bad, but like, I just can't do it. But I, but anyways, Tarkov has been rough. I've been having fun raids. We've been doing mostly shoreline because when I get to reserve, if I don't, if I get to RBM and it's not there, I don't feel like I'm enjoying the raids because I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. and then labs is the same. And so we've been doing a lot of shoreline because I like shoreline and we've been having really good raids, getting into really good fights, making a ton of money. But it's been two solid weeks of trying to find these things. I haven't even seen one. Well, dude, last night, last night we were in Shoreline. We were moving from east to west wing. Dude got into a fight. Dude killed both of us. I was like, oh, yo, good fight. GG's. And like seven seconds later, my he had like TTV in his name, I think. Jack came in and they were like, he had a badge on him. And I was like, why would you tell me that? Yeah, he looted one in east wing. I was like, why would you tell me that? It was rough. It was rough. But dude, it's Oof. been killing me. I've been, yeah, I've been trying to find some of the red key card. I can run it like three times, find both items that we, I need, and then just be done with it. I just, oh my God, I just thought of something that would be, oh God, I don't even know if I want to say this because like I'm afraid somebody would do it or it would become like a meme. Like it's, it's borderline like camping the fucking basement spawn in reserve like people oh. were doing for like that one week after i don't know if it was like general, general Sam Sam's put out of video yeah. somebody put out and everybody and, and i experienced it like once or twice and then after that it kind of like went away but i i just got an idea for something that i think would be fucking hilarious but also terrible i'm wondering if i should say it should i say it i might as well just say it yeah. like i don't think it's gonna what i was what i was thinking is so if you have it would be really unlucky, but it's kind of a Russian roulette sort of thing. Grab like a Ledex or something and take it in with you. Mm -hmm. Post up like on the rocks or something like somewhere where you are pretty safe and you have a vantage point on like just drop the Ledex in the middle of the ground <laughs> and just but have a grenade launcher. Because originally what I was thinking was just like hold in with a sniper rifle, but then you might miss and you're yep. fucked where you, you can't miss with a grenade launcher yep. if you just have it aim there. But because people have to pick it up and then move it to their gamma, oh. that's plenty of time for you to go. Like as soon as they bend over and go to click it, just thump, and then you kill them and then you'd have to go like pick it up. But I feel like that would be fucking hilarious because it's like if you manage to get it or you can kill me or whatever, then you, you get a fucking lead X granted. Yep. It will be it won't be we found in rain, but but they won't. Um, They'll still it's still something you put in your secure container as soon as you see it, even if it, you know what I mean? It's just un unless the unless it's a hatchling with no backpack and their pockets are full because then everything goes instantly right into their cap or yep. whatever. That's actually very true. Dude, Assholes. the backpack drop. I've seen people do that where you just drop a backpack out in the open and it's mind blowing how many people will still loot it. It's like it's so obviously bait, but it's like, ooh, what's in the backpack? <laughs> then it's just easy kill. I always I always fucking loot that kind of shit because like it's it it's never it's never really backfired that I can remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would happen so few and far between. If you're somebody that does that, you get lots of kills with it because nobody sees that happen often. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. But yeah, so and Tarkov's all right. Uh, just, I'm just getting killed on RNG. Absolutely killed. But other than that, it's actually been, it's been okay.
dude if you if you want if you want we can do some runs uh if you're going to be playing or streaming after this we dude. can do some runs i can uh i'll I'll take you wherever you want to go bro sherpa me maybe i'll make some money maybe you'll get a kappa take me to <laughs> take me to the place because i a know, fucking win-win i know that the manager's office has the badge spawn too i don't know if those spawn in red room i haven't been in red room in so long the manager spawn in my experience is riskier than so risky it's riskier it depends so the way that labs raids have been for me, literally two streams ago, the first like four, and I think it was the time of day. It was I started a little bit earlier. So between like 11 a.m. and like 2 p.m., I think even though like people aren't as, you know, most people are still home. I think a lot yeah. of people are either working or doing school. I don't know what. What do you, I don't even know what fucking month it is. <laughs> if they're on Wait, vacation, is school or, happening? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no fucking idea. But um, but it's it's just a lot quieter especially if i will choose like midwest yeah servers at 11 that means it's like 8 a.m who the fuck you know what kind of 16 year old is playing on a weekday yep, at 9 so a.m or whatever so i went through labs and it was like one or two one or two players totally not sus at all like the normal interaction where like if i hear them and i'm not moving they'll just like run by yep and burp, i kill them what sucks is when like I'm in a spot, I'm waiting, and I hear the footsteps, and the footsteps all converge on me, and people, and then people just like pre-fire and jump out, and it's yep. like, wait, what? But even half the time, like, if that happens and it's a uh, a standard account, that's when I'm like, okay, fucking sketchy. But half the time it's not a standard account, it's EOD, and then half the time it's they've got TV in their name, but they're like a Twitch account that has like. 72 followers but they are they have an account it's like but yeah. they streamed 20 days ago and i'm like is this like an elaborate fucking cover you know like Dude, yeah i don't, I don't know. know i don't know it's it's weird <sighs> but but yeah so th that day i went through and i just literally filled up the big giant backpack with every room's worth of because i killed the one person yeah and then i was able to just farm the raiders and get out i picked up the first raid of uh, two days ago actually i killed Four raiders. They literally walked out and was like, kill, 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 <laughs> kill. And two of them had on hex grids. Oh, yep. And it was like just grabbing all their guns and ammo, like MCXs and the fucking modded, um, yep. not the ADAR, but the other one, the, the TX. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm out, you know. And then yesterday, I played for two and a half hours. Didn't survive once. I didn't even, it was like, <laughs> before I could even, like, a fight has the you saw you see one of you sees the other person yep then the engagement starts and then it's either over like in the next step or it goes on for a while back and forth yeah. back and forth and then it's over and then there's like the loot period none of them made it past the engagement beginning like yeah i'd see just, somebody and i go and then they'd turn on me and i die or i would die without seeing anything it was it just it was yesterday felt like pre getting Tarkov'd netcode video when I was like this feels fucking terrible again yep and and I did a couple of games with um both to uh with Fluven and um with a few other folks that uh and even just paying attention to people moving they're so jittery dude yeah. like oh, the netcode is like I, I can't not I can't not see it now. Yep. Every it's every single person 100% of the time. It's terrible. Yep. It's terrible. Yep. Especially if it's close quarters, man. Especially if it's dude. Ugh. It's just 
it's been it's been feeling super rough lately for sure for sure which is why i you know i stray away from normally like labs and reserve because i just feel like another thing about reserve is just like i'm so uncomfortable underground and the underground is like a great place to just like maneuver and i just feel like i'm always getting caught i am always getting the one that's caught off guard and when i am i don't have the flick to like snap to him and kill him because you know what i mean it, it ends up in that weird network you know netcode battle where i'm just like sweeping left and right while holding left click and just praying that one hits him in the face um i mean yeah it's it all, like it all boils down to just that one fucking the, yeah. the clip that you threw in the middle of last yep. week's video where it's like the combination of people jittering around because of the netcode strafing because of the broken movement with no inertia yep and then there's the hit reg aim punch and the blur yeah it's like fights just aren't fights it's no. terrible um anyway i and you know what uh i want to i want to shout out real quick jlk we, we talked about jlk Dude, I, back when we were talking about uh -huh. yeah, actually, were you the one that I told was me the about one. him i was like you have to watch his videos so jlk, JLK fan, just rolled in just rolled in, a, just rolled in a chat this 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 guy right down yeah. here uh he uh He's the one that was like, he was trying to convince me to get into Daisy, and I was like, dude, it's just like, I, I watch Smoke play, and I love watching Smoke play, but I'm watching for Smoke, not for the game. Um, yeah. And then you told me about his fucking epic uh, videos. Dude. It was right after he posted the, like, we made a billion dollar drug cartel dude, the or cartel whatever. cartel one, yeah. And that was the first one I watched, and then I literally just watched everything, like the entire backlog, in like four days. Yep. Um, and it just made me... Yeah, it made me not only super appreciate that type of content, like yep. the longer form storytelling content, which is inspired a lot of my content. But uh, his, but, his um, stuff actually makes me Daisy. dream about what Tarkov content could be made if it was open world with VoIP. If I oh. ever get around to finishing that 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 fucking video, um, maybe I'll maybe I'll do it between the speedrun stuff I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Imagine if I make this video, Nikita like sees the vision. Imagine this perfect world. It's my dream, the utopia, where Nikita's like, <laughs> wow, that's great. Let's go ahead and do that. It'll all go back to JLK and yep. Tarkov, yep. who's never, probably all... never played Tarkov. <laughs> It'll all go back. He's better for it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, Tarkov has been, has been kind of just same, same. I don't know. We've got a now, few... I will I will say money, for some reason... Like, as bad as it is, and as expensive as, like, fuel is and everything, there's the Bitcoin prices. Like, I, Bro, I wonder if... So, Bitcoin, so Bitcoin has gone up. Oh, yeah. But... But I feel like fuel has gone up disproportionately, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, B Bitcoin only went up, like, what, 50%? Three or 400K to, like, 600K or something? Um but fuel went up from like 30k yeah. to like 600k right like yeah and i think that disproportionately did because it wasn't like a lot of things have a lot of things have inflated because bitcoin inflated but mm -hmm. as fuel was inflating they reduced the spawn of it so it became like, like it just was subject to just like economy inflation and then it, yeah. the spawns were reduced by I don't know what percentage. I swear to God, I haven't found a spawn of fuel since they made that change. I found two canisters on bodies 
I have not I found, found one. a static spawn of fuel since they made that change. Now, I am blessed that I sit at my computer all day to make like Tarkov videos. So what I do is I wake up, I open Tarkov to like collect insurance and get my Bitcoin and stuff. I go to Jaeger, I see how long he has until reset, and then I'll just set a timer on my phone and I'll snag a fuel. And then Dude, even after the reset, I can't even buy. And then, well, we we need to get to that actually. And then one fuel will last me 53 hours. So if I remember to do it the next day, I've got not a nice leeway. If I don't, I can just do it the next day. So I get, I still get them at 140K. Here's the deal. I actually don't mm. know what, if this is intentional or not. I have no idea what the hell is up with the Jaeger. If you, when it gets down to two minutes left on the Jaeger counter, this is a tip for everybody. To Does get, it reset if you're, early? If you're struggling. Every... Hit the refresh button every time you can. And the time left will go from two minutes to four minutes to one minute to three minutes to 30 seconds to one minute. And then you do it again and it'll display three minutes left on the timer, but the fuel will be up and then you can buy it. Like... I don't know if that's like an anti-RMT thing where they actually like mess with you so that it's not as bottable. But the fucking you mean the 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 timer's a lie? Yes. It's like within a margin, and when you get below the two minute mark, you just have to spam the refresh until it's up. Because I I did this the other day. Actually, I, I do it all the time now. I do it every single day. And if you if you I just get did it, it and it went from 23 minutes to 24 and a half. Dude, and if you get it, if you get the fuel, you can sit there and watch it and refresh. And the fuel is actually available for like 30 to 45 seconds. It's a very like you can get fuel. It's just that if you're going off the timer, it will lie to you. You'll get down to the 10 second mark and refresh it. It's sold out and he's back to an hour 30 reset. At the two minute mark, you have to start just spamming that just until it's you it's crazy i have no idea but like it's super frustrating because if you are just like you're like oh he has a few minutes left and you're talking to chat or you're doing some stuff you come back you have 15 seconds left you're like sweet you refresh it's all sold out and he's reset and you never even saw it it's so sealable has a good point is there a chance that that's another symptom of you being desynchronized from time space continuum oh or? maybe it's, this is becoming a theme bro this is becoming a theme and whatever you have you've given it to me because mm. i just refreshed in my you're desyncing me every like, time i cohering yeah, every time i connect with somebody i pull them into my slowly forming black hole that's what quantum entanglement is where it's spooky action at, at a distance einstein was talking about Jaeger's timers. <laughs> he was he was it was a teaser for the cultists. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, but it's crazy. So the fuel is nuts. So you can't find fuel in raid. You can't buy it on the flea market unless you're willing to trade one of your bitcoins for it. And you can't get it from Jaeger because he's it's it's nonsense. And then like pineapple juice is a hundred K on the flea market right now. Because you can trade four pineapple juice and a super water at a therapist. You know how bad it feels when yesterday I fucking I had no health. I Just was looking around reserve. Pineapple first, juice. Dude, I was I was literally zero health for I ended up dying anyway to like gunshots to some rando mm -hmm. slow walking on stairs again in reserve. But um but yeah, it was like I'm like I'm gonna die. Yeah. Someone was like, dude, don't drink that, don't drink that. It's where I'm like, I'm wearing a million rubles and shit yeah. and I have a backpack full of gear. If I die, it's like I'm trading 
yep. not living with something that I couldn't sell anyway that has value. Like, yep. fuck that. It's crazy. <sighs> I got I got a in my scav case with the moonshine. I got one of the blue fuel tanks, and I just immediately sold it. Like four hundred and fifty thousand rubles for the small blue ones. It's like, it's crazy. Now, after you use them, did they lose the found and raid tag? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's new because I don't think so. It's, they don't. What? No, because I've seen it. I see it. You can you can buy zeroed out ones to then craft, and the only way that you could buy that is true. zeroed out ones is if they retain the found and raid. Unless it's like as unless of yesterday were, or something. Unless they were old ones. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you, I don't know where I got this from, but it's empty and I can't sell it. I probably paid 600k for it on the fucking market. Yeah, or if you like found a blue one and threw it in your kappa and then died with it, you know what I mean, and then tossed it in the thing once it was over, you know, it wouldn't have it. So, but yeah, yeah, but you can. I don't think they go for much. I just normally end up crafting stuff. I craft grenade cases with the big ones and mag cases with the small ones. But yeah, dude, the fuel has been rough. Rough. The, dude, the economy as a whole is just insane. I have almost 30 million rubles and I did not earn any of it. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've been losing am, and losing and losing and losing like very, very badly. And I lost like and, and yesterday I started the stream with six million. I ended the stream with less than a million. And then I did that one raid where I just died. Yeah. But like collecting insurance, collecting my bitcoins, selling a few of those like, G, you know, yep. uh, GPX or whatever the, the um, VPX. The VPXs uh, and everything, and I have 5.1 million. Yeah. I mean, I, so I didn't play for a day. Yeah. And I just had, I just came up with 5 million from some like scav junk box shit and whatever. And I mean, three Bitcoin is 2.8 million because they're over 700K. Yeah. And I just got solar panels. Um, well, that, sorry, I, I got solar panels and then now I'm upgrading the Bitcoin farm. Yeah. I now forget. Have you, did you, have you done an analysis on the Bitcoin farm? Um, uh, like, is it worth mm -hmm. totally filling up level three now, or does Not, it take? It, if you like, if you you cross the, um, you're getting more than three in a day threshold at like forty GPUs. So it's actually it's like more worth getting level three now because in the past that twenty five mark was like the sweet spot. But now if you if you want to make three, you've got to get up to about thirty nine or forty. So it's pretty worth like that actually doesn't I like the slow timer because it actually does incentivize you to going to level three if you want to, which is a time sink and a money sink um, that 40 to 50 GPUs is just you can maybe collect half of an extra one in a day or whatever. And they're 1.3 million. God damn it. So there's is so it 50, expensive. 50 fill. 50 so fill. I, I'm going to need to get 50 million. Just when I fucking thought, dude, that I was like, how many now GPUs I can just do you have? I have 14 now, okay. but I used to have like, I used to be full at 25, yeah. but I had to sell them all to afford solar panels. Ah, yes. Because yes, I had to yes. buy the AS, the fucking ASCAs or whatever. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. I, dude, do you see Queen FPS? She posted that out of her scav junk box, it was like a moonshine or an 85K. She got an ASA and a GPU. I was like, oh, that's so much money. Fucking streamer loot, dude. <laughs> I know. Like, what, like, what, what, what Twitch server do I have to connect to to get that dude, sort of fucking RNG? Unreal. But that's, dude, that's a positive of just spamming <laughs> spamming down Shoreline recently. Like, when I've been looking for these items, I've found, like, five GPUs. And then you just... Yeah. What's so great about GPUs and Tetrises is you just throw them in the container, and it doesn't matter. If I die with it, I'm just throwing it in the, the Bitcoin farm anyway. If I die with the Tetris, it's a Bitcoin anyway. 
And bada bing, bada boom. It feels it's so nice. You could, we can throw in your container, just keep fighting, keep playing, keep pushing PvP. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, it feels good. Ledexes are worth like 700K now. Like it used to be like 1.2, 1.3 million. As soon as you find one, you're tempted to get out. But nowadays, it's like throw it in the container and the difference. Wait, now, what, where was their value from before? Was it for like the thick item case? Mm -hmm. But but that trade is still there. I don't. It's 20, 20 million rubles. I don't know for where, to buy one now. I don't know if they adjusted the price or uh, the amount of lead X's, so maybe less people are interested because you need more. Or fifteen, fifteen D fibs, fifteen leadies, lead X's, fifteen ibuprofen, 10? fifteen toothpaste. I have a feeling that like, I don't know if, if oh. it's almost like if if they're if they're hard. I don't know this is an interesting thing, but I wonder like if if all of the components together are rarer and harder to find, and like it almost and and that's the only thing that like Ledex is used for. Yeah, it it almost as you reduce the supply, the price will go up to a point that once it becomes like annoying to get fifteen defibs and yeah. fifteen, then it's like nobody wants to do the trade anymore. So now there's no reason to use a Ledex, so yeah. nobody cares. And Maybe that's like Chad has a know. really good point that the the therapist quest now requires one found in raid and it used to oh, just require it. three. So in past wipes, you could buy all three off the flea market. So that's a huge reason. So now it's found in raid. It, instead of most players spending the money on three, nobody's spending any money because you have to either craft it or find it. So that's true. That's that, that's a huge reason why their values dropped. But but they are, they're 750k on the market. I don't know what the fee is to list them. I'm assuming it's at least 50k. And therapist will buy them from you for 300k. So that delta, I've got two Lenexes that delta is a lot here. less than it used to be. You know what I mean? It used yeah, to be the fuck. difference between 300k and 1.3 mil, but now it's it's like oh, I'll stay in the red. Just throw it in the container. Yeah, I can't. I can't even try to put them up for sale to see what the fee is because I've got two oh. Lenexes and one. Uh, two Ledexes and one defib that I died with. Yeah. And it's like, what? The, I don't even know. Do I ho wait, hold on to them until I find 14 more defibs and 13 more Ledexes? This early in the wipe, I would, I'll hold on to my non-found in raid ones because if I find, if I end up with 15, I'll just buy out everything else from the flea market and then sell mm -hmm. my thick items case for 12 million. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll end up spending 5 million on the one for the barter sell mine for 20 million and take that profit but oh that's not a fucking bad idea i wonder how much it would cost someone do the math to figure out to tell me how much i would need <laughs> just to buy how much is it total to buy 13 lead x's and 14 defibs and then the fucking 15 toothpaste and whatever the other thing is tell me how much it would cost to buy and if that number comes out to less than whatever a 20 million item case is selling fee. for yeah then I'll then yeah. I'll do that. I'll So I'm gonna keep mine because even if you get up to like the eight to ten LEDX mark and you're just tired of them taking up space in your med case, you can just be like, Oh, well, I'm close enough to buy everything and make it profitable, you know. Yeah. Uh well, like yeah, thirteen I, I don't... mil. Thirteen mil, and then it's probably it's probably literally six point <laughs> nine 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 million <laughs> to, to list, list on the fleet. <laughs> 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 Fucking game, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been finding a bunch of key tools and docs cases lately and where um in oh, marked marked rooms. Mark rooms on reserve. Um I need but to now get it's keys. it's weird because now I die with them. I have 
two extra key bars and two extra dock cases, and it's like they're just. I feel like they're not worth selling for two hundred k to no, like yeah. the trader because they're so rare. But I have no fucking use for them. I literally have like I just hold extra keys that I don't even need. I'm holding onto the keys just to justify having the cases. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't hit a marked room. I I have gotten so burned on the marked rooms on reserve. So burned. Maybe they've changed it. I don't know. Maybe I just are bad RNG. I don't even have those keys. Like, well, if I you just if I start playing reserve, game. yeah. If I start playing reserve more than maybe, but. Um, because there's three now, right? There's one underground, a, a marked room. Dude, I don't know. There's like 17 fucking marked rooms all over the place. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I I have a there's a million rooms I ha never went to, and then over time I've either found keys, and I'm usually like, chat, what's R B X Q R? Like, I never know what anything is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, randomly, I'm walking by a door, and I look at the door, and I see unlock, and I'm like, oh, I thought this was a closet, and I open oh. it up, and it's like a marked room. It's like, oh fuck, wait like, a minute, I had no idea. Yeah. Um. So, I guess yeah. that's not a bad idea if I'm going to be doing more reserve at all for farming these items to like grab those marked keys because technically a fire steel or a badge could spawn in a marked room too. I've just been yeah, legitimately I mean, RB, spamming RBAM. The BK and the VO, I mean, it's 60k. They're like the factory keys. Yeah. They're they're not expensive. Yeah, 60k, 63k, and I've got extra ones. I'll I can drop you one. Um Yeah, I should I've do got that. Multiple actually. Um I'll give you a VO and I think I might have an extra, uh, I don't have an extra BK, because I do have an extra BK, but my current BK has two uses on mm. it. Uh, you're going to have to drop the 60,000. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Please, Nikita. We'll, we'll have to follow up on all this next week after, uh, to see if we were successful. Find out next week. Find if out me next and Jesse are completely fucking... You know, it's either going to be like, yes, we found it so early, or it's going to be like, dude, I got to go to bed. It's late. I'm fucking sorry you didn't find it. Maybe tomorrow, dude. Good luck. Dude, <laughs> you know, I've been playing with, I've been playing with Sealable like nonstop, and every but day, he's bad luck though. Every day, he's like, all right, we're gonna find something, and then every day we're like, he's like, oh well, we had good raids. Sorry you didn't find anything. You know, there's like a yin and a yang. The thing is that Canadians, because they're so nice uh. and like easy to love. The trade-off there is like to, to balance the RPG, the class of Canadian. Um, they have terrible <laughs> luck. Luck minus twelve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's only so many points, and the Canadians didn't. They didn't get. Mm. It wasn't allocated. Mm. Oh my God! Speaking of, I wanted to do this with Tarkov, but one of the I told you about the the McElroy brothers and how they um, at one point they or they still do a series called Monster Factory. Oh where yeah. They go yeah. and they make one of the things that they did was a version of Dark Souls that had been modified to where all of the text in the game got put through like Google Translate and then Google Translate and then Google like over and over and over again. So all the men, at one point, the menu selection was gender and it was women or Canada. <laughs> and, it, and there was like, every time they wanted to take a potion, it just said coach, coach, coach. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Dude, it was fucking hilarious, dude. It was so funny. And I just, That's, I want to do that with Tarkov because taking the shitty English and yes. then making it all. Oh, that would be gold. Actually, incredible. I wanted to do. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Right before Tarkov wiped, I thought we had months until Tarkov wiped. So I bought some flight sticks for Star Citizen. I want to map them to Tarkov and play raids on my flight sticks. People have been joking, saying that I should play on a Guitar Hero controller. You should, bro. That would be such great content. I have a keytar. Oh, even better, actually. Maybe I'll try it. Even better. But, 
yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it's been, yeah, fuel scarcity. The network has been feeling, you know, same, same. It's crazy. Like, my rates are either, like, pretty okay with netcode or, like, I'm disconnecting four times. Like, we, we got into a raid the other day, and it was, like, 93% packet loss. We spawned into the raid and just ran right to Rock Passage and extracted. It was like, no way. Like, <laughs> screw that. Like, <laughs> I've got a million ruble kit on me. I'm not subjecting it to 92% packet loss. We get into the next raid, perfectly fine. Same servers. It's weird. Obviously not same server, but, like, the same ones were yeah. selected. You know what I mean? So... Um, See, now, that's something where I would think that maybe it's either, like, infrastructure or hardware or... It could be ISP stuff or whatever, but like, you know, when people always talk about upgrade your servers, I'm always like, the netcode isn't the servers. Mm. It's, it's different. Yeah. And there's no reason why you'd think that like the hardware is the problem when you see these weird freezes and stuff. Mm. But when you see packet loss like that, because a couple few days ago, I had the same thing. I like, I've literally never seen packet loss in three years of playing Tarkov. And all of a sudden, a couple of days ago, I was at 70, 80, 90, yep. 70, 60, 80, 90. Um, so, yeah, that seems to me like hardware, not software. Yeah. Yep. And then the sound has just been... I, I like... I was. We were talking a little bit before the show. It, it's feel, it feels like the sound is getting worse. I know that that's not... like. I don't think it is. Sometimes it just feels like it is. Like, I guess... Because they, of the inconsistency. Yeah. And, and I guess... We got used to it being bad. So, we're expecting... To, like, like, I died yeah. earlier because I heard the sound clearly and I said... If I hear it clearly, that means he couldn't be no in the stairwell. Way. So he must be in for... Oh, he's in the stairwell and I'm dead. Yeah. It's the... It, ju it feels like vertical has been getting... Yeah, I feel like I feel like it used to be if you were on the second floor of Shoreline and you heard somebody... You know how like when somebody's above you, it makes a different noise, like it's more muffled? And I feel like it used to be it's you're getting the muffled sound but I can't tell if it's above me or below me. And recently, I feel like I've been getting the he's actually right behind me sound. The same audio as he's been on my floor. And I turn around and no one's there. And he was above me. And that's been throwing me off because it, it's like the same floor sound or certain things peek through. This is always a weird one. Certain things, sounds will peek through with no audio change and then other ones won't, i.e. keys. Like if you're directly below someone, there is no modifier to that sound with the key, but the footstep modifier will happen. So the other night we were playing and we, I mean, we were just two man full sprinting from admin to East Wing, just, you know, stampede. And we heard a key right above us. And we were like, oh, let's, he's 205. We ran up. The dude killed us both. And I was like, there's no way that key wasn't bait. Like, you know what I mean? He heard us coming. There's no way that key wasn't bait. And the dude came into chat later and he was like, yo, GG's. And I was like, bro, that was 900 IQ of you to open that door and bait us in. And he was like, I had no idea you guys were there. Until you came all the way up the staircase, I had no dude, idea you guys were there. And I was like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said that because I was going to be skeptical because people in chat are always like, dude, fucking 900 IQ bait on that guy. Yeah. He was holding his laser on the wall, knowing that his friend was going to flank around. I'm like, that was fucking an accident, yeah. dude. Like, and it that's was, what, that was not, nobody, nobody does that kind of shit because but, it almost never works. But that's what being, I'm saying is that it's crazy that th the audio of, came through the floor. I mean, it's a key. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
That came through crystal clear, but two two guys with 60 kilograms of loot on them were barreling down the hallway, and he was like, oh, I had no idea you guys were there. And I'm just like, what? Like, the audio... Because it's... Because it's... It's... The difference between ambient audio... Well, not ambient audio, but, like, environmental audio. Yeah. I wonder if the, the key sound... Oh, yeah. ...is classed as the same as, like, the wind and the birds. Yep, and not, like, a player-generated noise. Because the player generated noises, I'm sure they're like, oh, okay, footsteps and stuff. We have to occlude that and yeah, do that's whatever actually jankiness. A, probably a really good point. It's just, it hurts. It's, it's sad. So yeah, I don't, I don't actually think it's getting worse. Just sometimes you're like, you get a bad day of it, and where you have to like, you just get into five or six situations in a row where you really, really need the audio, and then you just can't do anything with it, and it's just, it's just rough. Mm-hmm. Feels sad feels bad, boy. Man. Sad boy. Everybody, so uh, you you threw in the the notes and the whole next button bug. That's literally happened to me once ever. <laughs> it's like man, well, good for fucking. I you. know people are like, dude. Uh, people are struggling with it, and I I legitimately only had it one time. So what they did is they patched it, mm -hmm. but. How do I explain it? Imagine if there was an issue, like someone reported an issue saying, hey, this the lock in this door is fucking jammed, right? I cannot unlock the door and open it. So they go, okay, we'll fix it. And they they fix the lock, but the door is still stuck. They're like, what do you mean we fixed the lock? That's yeah. what the issue is now. <laughs> because now you can get, I can get all the way to the health screen, but now I see like, data slash UI slash health underscore whatever all the all the text up top is Russian and I'm just I can't I can't fucking go anywhere nice and then after a while a pop-up comes up have you seen this before mm -mm. a pop-up comes up that says would you like to would you like to like wait and heal and shit after we retry some things or would you like to continue to the main menu what? and it says yes it says yes and no and you're like Do you want A or B? Yes or no? <laughs> yes or like, no? Wait. <laughs> Dude, oh, what the heck? I was like, literally, this is personal. Like, Nikita put this in here just because oh. he knew how much that would fucking destroy my soul. That's... I'm like, oh, they didn't fix the thing I've been complaining about for so long, and then they threw a big UX middle finger in here. Ugh. Oh. That, I have never... That's, that's mind-blowing. Do you want to do this or do you want to do this? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> they did you see the uh oh two things. Did you see the uh ergo bug that was only in for a few hours? Okay, so with the patch with 12 point I point nine point. I forgot this is an audio medium, so I shouldn't probably shake my head no. I should say the word no. No. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll become podcasters, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that's episode 100 stuff you know what i mean We're... i'm gonna learn sign language for the podcast yeah being sick um <laughs> uh so they did the they did the patch and for like two hours uh they made ergo completely dependent on the weight of the gun or they messed with the scale of it it was it was so broken so pistols pistols if you would right click with them it would you would be dislocate your shoulders. Yeah, it would be ADS faster than the animation of the human could. It would just it was one frame. It would go gunk, 
it was just like instant ADS. And then if you put like an extended mag in it, it would be three times slower. Like that much weight affected it. <laughs> so like like SA58s for like an hour were like. Now I did experience that. I think like and I it was because like, I was what? doing. I was doing a few runs um, while I was editing off stream, and I do remember like had a a meta fucking essay that I killed. I uh, picked up some dude I killed in labs, and I just remember being like, "Dude, fuck." Yeah. And then I, and then it seems like the weight, something about either ergo or weight or whatever, has changed at least in the last week yeah. or something like that. Where like yesterday, I the one raid I made it out of. Uh, was fully fully kitted and picked up everything I could and on labs and it was like it was as if I had a 600 pound man on my back yeah like 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 my skinny leg manlit body like it was like Aah! yeah it really so, was so funny how awkwardly my guy was moving it was crazy oh and have you seen the bug where you're moving that slow but your characters the your character's feet run speed hasn't changed so you're like you're just moving super slow that's hilarious but yeah they messed with the ergo and it was like it was like crazy for like a few hours now i like the idea did you get fuel i just bought fuel i got fuel thank you so fucking much whoever just said fuel reset yo you're the fucking mvp thanks homie fuel obtained um but yeah, the Ergo <sighs> thing was super weird. And then, have you seen the Sniper Scav stuff that's going around? I saw them in the patch notes on Twitter, but... Yeah, Sniper Scavs were, like, non-existent. So, oh, like, this is honestly, like, two weeks ago. They tweeted out, they were like, we, we're testing out, we've applied the Scav logic from Interchange to uh, Customs. Uh, so we're going to see... Shoreline. Two weeks ago, they did Customs. Oh, okay. And they were like, they were like, we're doing Customs, we're going to see how it is. And that day, one of my mods was like, yo, I need to kill these dang sniper scabs. I haven't seen one all day on customs. And then <laughs> we put it together. It was like, wait, Interchange doesn't have a sniper scab. <laughs> so they literally just copied and pasted. And for two weeks, no sniper scabs were spawning on customs. Nobody was talking about it. And then like two or three days ago, they did that same tweet. And they were like, it worked well with customs. We're doing it on Shoreline. And so now there was like nowhere in Tarkov to get a sniper scav. And then finally it got bumped up and they were like, oh, and they fixed it. And then somebody was telling me, Lennon was telling me that they like overcorrected. And I haven't seen the clip, but there's a clip going around of three sniper scavs on the warehouse and customs, just like that's laser sick, beaming actually. SVDs at people. And Dude, so that's actually sick. I mean, I'd be fine it would be that. cool, but like. They just, that type of oversight where it's just like <laughs> copy, control C, control V. What could go wrong? And there were just, there's no sniper scouts on interchange. Dude, that's one of those <laughs> things that like in, it, it is a perfect example of how having some sort of, I mean, that wouldn't be something that you'd want to manually test because it's on like a, such a secondary tertiary tier yeah. of things where like, can I move my character? Can I reload? Can I shoot? You yeah. know, like the basic stuff. To where you would put that in like a unit test suite. So whenever you make changes, you check your code in. So you, um, when you're writing software, you like branch off of uh, branch off of the main code base, which yeah. is like what is actually deployed to the live production servers. When you branch, what you do is you're just taking a copy of it. Imagine like 
taking a copy of a Word document. Yeah. You work off it offline, and then later other people are working off it potentially, but then later you basically have to go through mm. and it's Add um, all the changes. You see, you see a diff. It says this block is going to be replaced with this paragraph. This paragraph has been deleted, you know? So, so then that has people that code review stuff. So before it gets merged, you have people that look at it that say, you know, this is good, this is good, this is good, before it gets merged. And then after that, typically what you'll have if you have some sort of what's called continuous integration, once the code is merged, then usually what will happen is some server, some computer, usually in the cloud, uh, sometimes lo uh, locally hosted, will spin up a bunch of tests. So it'll yeah. go through, it'll grab the current code, and it'll say, I expect to be able to execute all of these things. And that would be a perfect test case where it's like, make sure that that there's always sniper scavs on these four yeah. maps. Make sure there's always Please. that Killa is on this map and nowhere else. Make sure that um, Glucar is on this map and nobody else. Make sure you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that would have been a hilarious bug if Killa started showing up on customs when they did that. Oh, that would have been everybody so was Killa. Everyone oh was Killa. Oh my god, bro! I would I'd love that. That'd be like a pre-wipe event. Imagine opening up the fucking customs dorms and you just see three killers standing there like, oh, Dude, they you're, all fucking you're dead, knee slide. Bro. You're dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so that was just, that was a funny thing where there was no sniper scavs and then there were many sniper scavs and <laughs> it's just, dude, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <sighs> yep. But yeah, I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's what's been going on in, in Tarkov land. I don't know. I've, the, the there was the patch. It was like a small patch. I don't really know. Nothing. I mean, yeah, they, they did nothing mention like net code. crazy. They, they mentioned some like net code fixes, oh, and yeah. it was like, okay, cool. Everything's literally worse than it's ever been. Yeah, they mentioned um, something about like version two or like implementation two. Like, I don't know. I just remember reading it, being like, oh, like are they? I wonder if if this is going to be like a significant change. But yeah, it wasn't. Not that I could notice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was running around shoreline just to test out. Ooh, 120 frames per second feels good. Now that I got the 3090 installed, I've never seen that in Tarkov ever, except like factory. Dude, I actually have the, I might be, I totally forgot. I was testing out a few things. Somebody sent me a message. It's really cool to get these messages where someone's like, yo, I'm sending you this message. And it was like my business email. It's because I think you're the only one, you know, that can like yeah. articulate this. <laughs> um, and I won't get into many details because I haven't done consistent enough testing but the initial testing i did was promising where normally i was around somewhere between like 90 and 110 frames yeah. um on most maps that i yeah. play on um so there's potentially a fix for that involves a couple of settings in windows and this is something that i've there's mm. been a lot of these types of things that have gone around yeah um but um but this thing that I just recently heard about, it basically has to do with like games and if they're running in true full screen mode or not. Um, he sent me a blog post that was written by someone who literally like worked on the Windows, like, oh, like th that whole optimization stuff. And this woman posted this whole thing. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna test it out some more. But the first day that I was paying attention to it, um, I was saying I'm hoping to get higher than 110 ish on yeah. average, and the whole first like two raids i was between like 130 and 100 so and again it's it the frames are too hard to yeah, yeah. nail down because they can sway so much um so i want to take a few days to, to look at this and see if it makes a difference but uh if it does then i'll probably make a video on it yeah seriously that's super interesting 
Yeah. I, I, I feel like there's, there's just so many things that go around. Yeah. Windows optimizations. I don't know enough about any of it to like, so much of it is bullshit. Yeah, it seems like, like to me, Nvidia I'm still control panel and just like, I just, I don't know, man. I'm still so suspect with the whole like, go to the INI file. It's like a, such a meme. Dude, yeah. Where it's like, make your resolution this weird thing. Blah, and a bunch of people swear by it. And like, it could very well be true, but it reminds me so much of the face shield repair controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the dude was like, do these 700 steps and then hit the repair button and your face shield will be repaired. And it's like, or you can not do any of the 700 steps yep. and hit the repair button and your face shield will be repaired. Yep. The difference when, but when you tested it before and when you tested it after is that you tested one offline, offline. in a fucking, in the, in the hideout. And, the, and then after you did the magic fucking voodoo doll dance, then you went into a real raid. Yep. You know, it's like, that's not how you fucking yep. test things. And, and there's still people that don't understand that, but, but I feel like. They're like, go and change this resolution and do this and do this and override this other setting and then turn on VSync yeah. and play in full screen. It's like, I mean, I don't have capped frames and I just turn on VSync. Yeah. So this whole like 1920 by 1079 bullshit or whatever, like doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. And, <sighs> and, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. I played, I've been playing it at 60 FPS and it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for more, but it's like, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. It is what it is, yeah. It is what it is. But I know last week, we really wanted to talk about this speed running. And you were saying, <clears throat> you're telling me that you've got your your run from over an hour down to like less than half an hour, which is an insane so, improvement. So it's been, this is going to be day 11. Oh, really? Um yeah, I started on well, I started on the seventh. Well, that's when I did my first yeah, playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I doesn't even count in my opinion because first of all, I was playing through my capture card. Um, mm. So like most speedrunners, when they play consoles, they actually play like on CRT TVs because there's like no lag whatsoever. Yeah. I don't notice with modern displays any sort of lag or whatever, but I did notice it because I was running like passed through through my capture card yeah 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 and was still getting used to the nintendo 64 controller so everything was like 500 milliseconds behind oh so like ocarina of time movement is so janky when everything is relies on frame perfect timing and you have to wait 500 milliseconds before anything happens that's rough um so so yeah but the, the seventh was the first day i played it, and then what is it this this 18th yeah 18th, so it's yeah. been 11 days and um for the first like five or six days, I was the route has ten splits, ten sections. Okay. Um, each of them being somewhere between you know one or two minutes or whatever. Ultimately, culminating in my goal is I was able to find um the most like closest. It's like six hundredth on the leaderboards, but it's the only person that's not running on virtual console. Um, they're running oh. on like a Nintendo sixty four. And they're not like a god speedrunner. They're just like, you know, whatever. But, and they did the the good, cool strats that are like hard, yeah. but they messed up a couple of them. Like it wasn't a perfect run. So, and it was 24 minutes and 58 seconds. So I was like, boom, I'll just use this. Sub 25 minutes is going to be like my goal yep. like, that I'll finish this whole thing with. Um, the world record is like 17 minutes or something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I've just been, uh, I've just been, 
grinding that and it went from the first five days was like I could only get to the halfway through and then I had no idea. I literally just never watched the rest of the yeah. tutorial because it's a fucking like hour long. Every every step of the way is like do this special pixel perfect bullshit. Yeah. And then also if that fails, you have to learn this backup that is another setup where you look at this thing and it, it's it's insane. But um, but last night I ended up doing I finished four runs, which was the first time I was able to finish four runs. Um, and uh, and I'd finished them all. One was 30 minutes and like something seconds. And then the rest of them were all 29. So oh 29, 30. But then also now that's with me, like having to save state because I'm using what's called an EverDrive. So an EverDrive is like an N64 cartridge, but it takes a um, an SD oh, card. Oh, that's crazy. So you can. So I'm running a practice hack of Ocarina of Time. That first of all is in Japanese because the Japanese text scrolls faster because yeah, it's less characters. I've heard that. But also I can like bring up menus and I can be like pause the game, like pause it and go frame by frame. I can save state anywhere. So if I like fuck up a trick. I don't have to spend an hour getting back to the thing. Oh. I can just so I can so that that's the best part is that like you can practice something a hundred times over and over to really get your that's muscle memory wild. down. Um, because otherwise, like if you have to kill the boss and the setup is really relies on like something going right. Once you fuck up, you can't you restart can't. it. Yep. And if you do, you could like maybe save and quit and start the game over, but it would start you all the way back at For the beginning sure. of like the dungeon. Which it just takes so much time, you know. Yeah. Um. So this has been super helpful, so, and and I've got a Japanese version of Ocarina of Time coming probably by the weekend, and then by then I'm gonna actually start doing full runs where no up to no save states, nothing like that, and uh, I'm gonna try and get sub twenty five. But I I will say that last night, and this is the most buck wild thing, dude, because I I I have my splits UI that shows all the splits and everything, uh -huh. um, all which is all the the times of each of the segments. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I wanted to put a few different things like this is my personal best. Yeah. And then there's there's a lot of things I'm learning like uh, that are useful metrics for tracking because I'm like a fucking analytics guy. And all yeah. speed running is is literally analytics, optimization, yeah. um, you know, so so there's a sum of best. So if you have 10 sections, each individual section, you can do uh. better. So basically, like, imagine if if you do a run and you do the first two sections amazingly well and then everything after that you fuck up. Yeah. Okay, well, then maybe the next time you do it, the first two sections suck, but then the next two are amazing. Yeah. So what some of best is, is like the theoretical, all of your best ones theoretical, put together. personal best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now, right now my sum of best is, and I still have a bunch of retries and fuck ups and stuff, and my sum of best is 22 minutes and 8 seconds. Dude. And I just learned a trick that was like, the it was the one of the most epic tricks that they discovered that like totally broke the game that it, they've since surpassed it by finding other tricks. Yeah. But, um, but I'm doing kind of like the slightly less newbie, but not epic Uber skilled version. It's called void warp, which, um, did you play Ocarina of time? I mean, yeah, like as, as a kid, you know, I like haven't... at the end, there's like the tower collapse where you're like running around the end after okay. you kill Ganon yep. and Zelda's following you. It, it takes like two, two and a half minutes. The, and the frame rate, dude, it's like, it's like Tarkov. The frame rate's Chugging. just like dead because it's just like there's ball, like balls of fire falling. And, and the worst part too is that because of this emulator, uh, the, the, the ROM that I'm using, if you hit any of the rocks that are on the ground with the fire, it instantly locks the game up. So you have to restart, which means you, like, oh. the run's over. So you can't, in, during a run, it sucks because you take damage, but at least like, you know, 
you just don't get hit and that's a lot easier not to get hit than yeah. it is to not touch a pixel of fire because the game just rip, freezes yikes um but so what this trick is is called void warp so you're running on the outside um and before the way it works is like it's a spiral staircase all the way around okay and you go like spiral down and you go into the door and then there's like a room that you have to you like fight somebody in and then go through the door spiral staircase down again and there's like five yeah, rooms yeah. and it's super laggy what void warp does is is you when the rocks that are coming down you, what you can do is if you roll into the rock with your joystick at this fucking perfect position that's like if your joystick can go from zero to a hundred percent it's like it needs to be between three and eight percent oh otherwise my gosh it's it's ridiculous it's the smallest little thing so if you roll into a rock at the perfect time where and you're holding this position and then you can actually like frame perfect by pause buffering and what pause buffering is is you like hit start which brings up the menu and then you hit start again which there's a little bit of a delay before like the game takes over but you can also if you if you're spamming start you can actually like it'll start it'll pause and unpause without actually progressing a frame so if you need to line something up perfectly you can like pause and unpause a bunch to try to get that perfect oh thing. my gosh and you can there's a split second of being able to see so like you have to look for it. You roll into this thing and Link hits the rock and you see him like his body is in a very specific position. And then you frame buffer one frame more. And then all of a sudden he's standing up and he's like a foot ahead of where he is. And then when you unpause, if you hold like Z target and the shield, you, you do what's called a hyper extended super slide, which is a Hess. And you go flying backwards at four times the speed. And what you can do is you can like basically moonwalk around oh and you use... You use the targeting of Zelda to like almost like a lasso, right? Like if you were spinning Dude. around and you like lasso it on, yeah. it, it turns you around and you clip through the corner of the barrier and you fall down outside of the tower and you can skip the entire collapse. And that saves like two minutes. Bro. So that if I can get a run together, um, that's a good one and pull that trick off, I could get sub 20, which it's ambitious. It's probably not going to happen, but... That would be my, my fucking Just dream. Like, yeah, that Ugh. dude. How do people figure that stuff out? That's insane, insane. I mean, I I could explain how they figure a lot of the things. Well, out. yeah, um, but it's just it's just crazy to think about that. To think about like how much trial and error goes into that, and then like the fact that that is like an outdated, not outdated, but like that they've surpassed that is just that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, so now, well, now what they do is, um, so the I don't remember exactly the first part of when they found it, but the way it used to work is um, you do what's called InstaClip, and it was the same kind of maneuver, but it didn't involve a bunch of setup steps that are slower. Okay. Like, what, what I, I literally have a, a list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you what the what the list is. I'm going to read off the steps that I have to do, and this is all within like six frames. Oh. But it takes like it takes like 20 seconds because you're pause buffering in things and but so I have to hold that 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 like really three to five. It's called it's called ESS, which is the extended uh, extended super slide position. So you have to hold that, which is you can't go too far, can't go too little, otherwise you'll lose it. So you have to hold that, which that'll get you into one of the corners. Then you need to buffer in a switch to from ESS right to ESS left with a with the pause buffer. Um, and then you need to pause buffer in untargeting Zelda 
and then switch to the other side of the ESS when you unpause. So what that does is you're in the corner and you're sliding. And when you switch and you unpause, it slides you into the other corner, but you're still targeted to her and you're still sliding, but you're not moving. And then after that, you need to retarget Zelda. And there's like the triangular, there's four triangles yeah, that like zoom yeah. around. That's what shows you what you're targeted on. You need to look at one particular triangle that's timing based. And when it gets up in the corner no. between her like ear and the crown, then what you have to do is uh, buffer in a, a, a target switch, or sorry, the ESS switch from like left to right and retarget at the same time. And then when you do that, then you clip through perfectly every time. But the problem yeah, is every, that back in the day, <laughs> when you when you didn't do that setup, you would do what was called InstaClip, which is it would just catapult you through into the corner. And one eight, one eighth of the time, 12.5% of the time, uh, you would go through. Um, but it wasn't. Not, sorry, that wasn't that. It was you'd go through much more often than that. But only 8% of the time would you end up when you like. You either void out, which brings you back to the top of the thing because yeah. it's like you fell off, you know, you got to restart, yeah. or it'll take you to so like the send success. you to the corner, but only eight, like twelve percent of the time would it actually put you where you want to go when you clip through the corner. Yeah, actually, actually, I don't think it's twelve percent; it's eight percent. It's not one one out of eight. It's it's eight percent. So so even if you pull the trick off, which is fucking super hard to do. Now, granted, that's the one that it's it's like faster because there's no setup. Yeah, but the consistent setup will make it so that if you do it right every single time which is just so gratifying that like i love how consistent something like a nintendo 64 like with its constrained memory and resources yeah. and stuff it, it might not like it might still be buggy and it might be fucked up but at least it's consistent so that like you don't you can spend all this time learning and if you find out you can fucking go through the wall and you know eight percent of the time it works well then the the natural progression of your thought process is going to be clearly like eight percent of the time it's just a fluke that i'm at the right angle yeah. or that i fall so how can i well, i don't know what that right angle is let me try a bunch of arbitrary shit it's the same thing that people do when they're like um when they discovered the door of time skip um back in the day you know how there's the door of time that you need to open up with the the three a spiritual stones okay. that you get from Jabu Jabu and Dodongo's Cavern and um, and the Kokiri Emerald. And that's what opens up the, the door of time, which then lets you get the Master Sword and then you become adult. That was like one of the big major things where it's like, <clears throat> if you want to become an adult, you need to get the three spiritual stones, yep. which means you need to kill those, three, like go to the three fucking bosses yep. or the three dungeons. It's just a lot of time. So the first major skip was like, could I, could I get pet through that door? It's just a texture and yep. you see me clip through fucking everything so people would just be sitting there for hours a day let me let me line up my head with this pixel on the wall and just backflip a bunch no that didn't work let me the someone finally pixel. figured out a way yep, yep and then someone eventually figured out a way and then the, the, the reason or what what ends up happening is most more often than not and i still have some more research to do and stuff on this for the video i'm going to be make sure that I'm, I'm right with this but more often than not Things are found by accident, and then mm. when they're found by accident, usually people are recording because they're speed running and they need the footage or yeah. they're streaming or whatever. And then people can figure out like, okay, what happened? And then once they figure it out, then they there's two things that happen. One, 
you can figure out consistent ways of of reproducing it um which is ultimately the same like foundational principle of why people can do blindfolded speed runs it's all about what's called normalization to where like w when you see me do a setup where like i escape the the forest in like mm -hmm. three minutes i don't even get the shield like what I, you know i just I, yeah. I clip through it's you see me like roll and then z target which then i'm like looking like perfectly east and then i turn the camera which makes me so i'm looking perfectly north and then when i i walk towards the wall and if you side jump and roll that always has the exact same thing where it puts you looking in a specific angle in a specific place so when you backflip sidestep jump slash at the, on the right frame you always just clip through the corner and you swim out into the void and it brings you out into the river where you can just leave early um so normalization is like figuring out like someone discovered that you can clip through the wall so it's like okay how can i make it so that it's idiot proof yeah right you don't just want to slash at it just guessing and hoping you want to find a consistent algorithm you know yeah. um i was so i was wondering that how like yeah like well i i bet it makes sense that a lot of this stuff is like found by accident and then it just essentially proves that it can happen and then it like then you start deconstructing and it's like well how do we make that happen because I feel like that's that's easier than, I mean, and I'm sure both happen. But when you're just standing in front of a wall, going, "How do I clip to this wall?" That's like that seems so insurmountable. But like to have somebody accidentally do something, it's like you have that. You're like, I know this is possible. Let me just figure out how it was done. Which and then and then what you do is then that not you deconstruct it and that adds to the knowledge. But then mm -hmm. once you figure out how to do something. Usually it gets a fucking name or whatever, and then yeah. it gets added to the collective knowledge of like tools yep. that you can use. So later on, when people are like, okay, we know that we can clip through these things, or we know that we can do this, then what you can do is you can take all these arbitrary things that were accidentally found and string them together to do all of these crazy other yep. tricks, right? Like when you see me and I go to fight Goma in the Deku tree. And I do a very specific thing where I have to, you know, stab, stab. Well, actually, you know, it's it all starts with having to fucking um, jump slash into the cutscene. Uh, yeah. So because there's so many cool things that I never knew as a kid where, you know, how you can like crouch stab like really quickly. And um, if you no matter what you do before that, whatever damage the attack before the crouch stab. OK. Um whatever whatever attack you do the crouch stab will do that much damage so a uh, jump slash with a deku stick is four damage where just a normal stab is one so if you jump slash with a deku stick and then stab you've now stored that four damage so it's like all these crazy weird arbitrary things but then that's how you can kill goma in three hits but then you use this other clipping thing to backflip in that lets you clip through the door and yeah so it's just a bunch of crazy fucking arbitrary bullshit that ends up leading to beating the game as an amateur noob speedrunner yeah. like me in under half an hour and just yeah that like you were saying the knowledge base of everybody like every tiny little new information that can be gathered is just like added to a community of people that now like i can make that better i can make that faster i can add that to this thing that i just discovered which makes that <clears throat> that's insane weren't you saying that there's like actually different like strategies for running it 
is that is that a thing where it's like actually you can like do there's like this strategy to get from beginning to end 80 percent or there's this strategy it i, so I felt like it implied where if you make a few decisions early on you have to commit to like this type of route but i don't know if that's the way it works totally so there's there's two different there's two different elements there there's different categories and then there's different strategies for each of those categories um so for example um the the five major categories that i'm breaking down in the video which is the more common ones mm -hmm. is a hundred percent then so that is you need to have all the items all the stones yeah. all the whatever legit um but that gets broken up into two blocks one is 100 percent glitchless and then there's a hundred percent which is like anything goes and the difference is like for four hours yeah yeah like it, it's it's literally like it's either six hours and three hours. I think it's six hours and three hours for 100% with glitches and with not. So it's a three hour difference. And then there's any percent and any percent is like just complete the game. You can complete any percentage of the game. I think it might have come from like the old um, Metroid games. They used to tell you like what your percentage complete oh. was at the end. Um, a lot of the speedrun stuff comes from way back. Like a lot of the retro games. Like Doom was the first game to have like a fucking par time at the end of a level. Yeah, that was the first time that. And then it, people were like, "Oh shit, there's a time I can beat." Yeah. Um, because before that, there was no the concept of like beating games as fast. It was like the high score was a thing, but not really like speed running so much. Yeah. Hi, um, yep. But but that's kind of an interesting. Uh, back story tidbit um but yeah so there's a hundred percent there's any percent and then there's a bunch of other categories like one is mst which is medallion stones and trials so it's basically like it's effectively all all the dungeons uh, okay. um um but there, there is also an all dungeons but there's some caveats that i forget in there i, I have it all written down but i um uh, i actually have like a, a all these graphs i've been designing that show like this one's six hours, this one's three hours, blah, 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 all the way down to what I'm doing is called kill Ganon or defeat Ganon. Um, so that is do whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you kill Ganon at the end. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I chose that was, first of all, it, the, the route that I chose was the one where like Ocarina of Time speedrunning blew up a few years back. It was it was I think bigger and more popular um, when this one particular route was mm. was was happening where it was like that was when people found out how to skip from the Deku tree to the collapse and that used to be the old any percent route before they discovered how to do like memory management shit and bring you to the credits right from like Kokiri Forest which is how Jeez. they do it in less than seven minutes because literally Kokiri Forest you walk around for like six or seven minutes you do a bunch of random shit and then the credits roll and it's all because they're fucking with the memory under the covers oh my but that god isn't, but it's not sexy it's not yeah it's just like that's when people and and I see both sides of it because I respect the grind to do this perfect random bullshit that makes no sense to figure it out. Like I respect that. Yep. But then at the same time, I wouldn't sit my dad down. Well, I would sit Watch my dad this. down because he would understand yeah. it, but like not my grandma, you know, yeah. or whatever, or, or, or like my sister, she wouldn't get it, but she would understand that. Like if you do a bunch of, I'm going from here to Kakariko village to grabbing the chickens to get the bottle to then going to the Deku tree and clearing out the Deku tree. But in the middle, I'm like, super sliding across the field yeah, and like doing these 100%. cool tricks but and then at the end i kill the boss as a nice resolution to the plot 
that feels like you beat the game because you beat the boss and you know you also explored a little bit so that's why i chose this not because it's the fastest or because it's the best um the route that i chose was to show off the cool shit that i love that got me kind of interested in this at the beginning um but yeah but for each for each category they all have a bunch of goals right yep there's different ways of achieving different goals. So like the, the, the route that I'm doing, um, in order to, if you work backwards, in order to kill Ganon, you have to get to the collapse. The fastest way to get to the tower collapse is to do the Goma clip through the door. Um, the only way that you can do the Goma clip through the door effectively is you need to have a bottle. Don't, don't worry about why. I believe you, yeah. <laughs> it, all, it all just happened. It's another, that's another glitch that basically yeah. made it so that if you have a bottle, you do this trick where you, you backflip. And if you select the bottle, Link, when he lands, is going to do the animation where he pours out. Like, if you have bugs, uh... it pours out the bugs. So if you backflip and you hit the bottle button, the game is like, okay, as soon as you land, do the animation for the bug. But then if you hit the, the sword slash button while you're backflipping, something happens in the game that's like, I don't know, what, what the what fuck are do you're we doing? Do? And, you, and when you land, you're holding your sword like an ocarina. And you can play the ocarina, but it's your sword. You never even get the ocarina in the run. But what that does is... You know, when you play the Ocarina, the camera kind of goes free uh-huh. and it like zooms around you. So what happens is, you know, the blue warp zone after you kill a boss and you go up and you get oh, teleported out. So if you backflip into the, like the corner of the warp zone while you do that, the what's called Ocarina items glitch, the game is like do a cutscene to teleport you away. Also do a cutscene to keep you here like you have control over your character. So it lets you. It like zooms out and everything is visually fucking weird. And then um, then you have control over your character when you should have been sucked out. So then you can do this very specific thing. I won't get into the details. Um, very specific, like literally like fucking frame yeah, yeah, perfect yeah. thing where you jump and throw two sticks and do whatever. And then when you walk out the door, it's the collapse. It's not the other oh side of the door. Gosh. You're at the you collapse. Just... But so you need a bottle to do this trick because you need to do ocarina items. So the way that that everybody historically used to do it is the the easiest bottle to get is go to Kakariko Village and collect the lady's fucking cuckoos, the chickens. Oh, yeah. And give it to her because then she gives you a bottle. Um, But now there are other ways of doing it. Like people um, people do some other shit that involves some crazy memory shit that it doesn't. Again, it's one of those things that doesn't make sense if you're watching it. But. And, and in my opinion, it's slightly less mass appeal because yeah. you start to get into random arbitrary shit where you go to the Deku tree and rather than go, um, you go to the Deku tree before you even have a bottle and you like fall down in the hole, but like get hit by one of the gold skulltulas that's on the wall. And what that does at the perfect angle is the death animation makes you clip forward through the wall. And then you're like swimming underwater, but there's no water there. And then I don't even understand it. I've never actually looked into it. I've just seen it done a bunch. Yeah. And I know how it's done, but I don't know why. Then they like climb back up the thing and then jump back down and they land in the water. And when they come up from the water, you know how like if you pick up an item as Link, you like swim up and it's like, oh, I've got an item. Yeah. Like He does that and you have the fucking bottle. 
That's so He like weird. finds the bottle in the water when he I don't yeah. know what happens. But so it's a lot harder to do and it's a little bit more obscure, but it's faster. Yeah. I totally get that what you mean, where it's like it doesn't at all mean that it's less skill based. Like, you know what I mean? One could argue that it's harder to accomplish because it's a lot less visual stuff. You're like actually yeah. messing with the underlying code. But I definitely get that there's like a point of diminishing returns where it's like if somebody was like, oh, I found out that as soon as you get control of Link, if you just go up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BBABA, the credits roll, I hold the record. There's a diminishing return of like, yeah. Who the fuck cares now? Yeah, Who cares, right? like that's, you know what I mean? So like I totally get picking a run. It's a reason why Pokemon, Pokemon speed running, um, I, I, I forget the details, but as far as I remember, they used to have an any percent. Um, they probably still do. Yeah. But you can you can basically roll from the the menu screen, um, like from the start menu uh -huh. where you like go to start the game. You just fuck around in the menus and all of a sudden it'll like roll the <laughs> like elite four. You've beaten them and you're getting your award. So the time is at the end of the Pokemon is just zero, zero, zero. So yeah, it's like cool like yeah, great like that's it's a cool nifty thing that you figured that out but it now we're i would love i would love finding it yeah yeah but nobody is gonna grind that out you yeah. know it's like no it's, fuck that it's, it's like it's cool though that the speedrunning community like accepts it all though like you know what i mean it's like cool like like it's cool that they've broken it down you know what i mean so that you can do any percent you can do dungeons you can do glitch lists you can do like it's it's cool that it's all because like you said all of those people of course even more than us would respect the grind that it took to get to like yeah oh now i can do it in under four minutes so it's like yeah well you should do that category if anybody wants to do that but i'm still i'm still having fun running the glitchless 100 percent that takes me six hours and i'm trying to get it down to you know 559 so i think that it's cool that it's all a part of it and it's not just like this is the official speed run and that's all you can do you know what i mean there are definitely more popular categories course, than others but, yeah. but for sure it's it's really cool because like a lot of times what people will do is they'll set a world record in one category and they're like, now I'm going to spend the next six months grinding this other category. And it's like you learn new tricks and there's a new route. And I totally understand like it's I, I've been planning on doing this whole thing where I do a different speed, like a different game. Yeah. Every, you know, and now I'm like, I'm worried that I'm not going to want to stop Ocarina of Time. Like if you hit your like, goal, you're going to want to try a different category, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, and I but I won't be able to like focus on learning like playing tarkov and making content and whatever and also speed running two games like there's no way yeah i mean i could but i just wouldn't get good at any of yeah. them you know um but i don't know uh what was the I, next I, game you were gonna try uh got it right over here super mario 64 i was gonna so. i was gonna ask about that because i see aqua speed running that all the time oh really i didn't know i didn't know he's yeah on that. i don't um, know I, uh, I don't know like how serious he is about it but i like multiple times with the past few weeks, I see him playing 64 uh, Super Mario and he's got the thing up and he's talking about like, ooh, this might be a PB. Like I might. So I think he's been he's been speed running. Oh, sick. Super yeah, Mario. So yeah. I um, I've been it's so it's so weird how there's a weird now overlap, like a Venn diagram between all of these my favorite YouTubers that I was watching. Mm. Um, Originally, I found uh, there's like 19 fucking layers of, of yeah between Kevin Bacon and me here. But um, I was watching uh, Carl Jobs was one of my favorite 
uh, favorite guys who covers. He speed runs. He's had records and stuff for Goldeneye and I think Perfect Dark and Jeez. some other games. And, and he's done stuff with Doom. But he makes really good, like, long-form essay-type, like, here's the world record progression of this. Or here's how oh. they did this trick. Or here's how, you know, they got the record for Doom down from, you know, this many minutes to 14 seconds. You know, like, yeah. it's really... He's he's really awesome, and he also plays guitar. And I, so I've just been watching him for a long time. Eventually, I just ended up like showing up in his chat one day and everything. And then now you fast forward, and we're you know we're kind of like homies. That's I, crazy. I, I made a I made some music for him, so now my songs are in all of the video. Every time a video oh. comes, so excited, and then all of a sudden I hear my music playing. You know, so it's that's like dope. that. That's extra cool. Um, but he did a bunch of videos that was like you know top ten speedrun moments of 2020, right? Yep. So he actually ends up covering a bunch of things, and I remember hearing about um, uh, a, a runner named Cheese, who also streams and is also on on Twitch. Uh, sorry, uh, also on YouTube, um, who did Super Mario sixty four. And what he did was uh, so the like mega category in SM sixty four is one hundred and twenty stars. That's oh, all the okay. stars. Yeah, so that's almost like a hundred percent kind of. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't like. I'm sure someone knows more than I do on this, so I, I'm probably butchering it because I haven't done any research. I just watch it and it's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, is that like they do tens of thousands of runs of these games, and like only a small number of them make it to the end, and even a small number of those are like potential for beating your personal best let alone setting a record right Jeez. like you get to the point where you're so good you can only save a couple of seconds yeah so they did there was an event last year this is like right before the pandemic hit called beat the record live where there was like okay. five or six speed runners from sm64 community cheese was one of them that got invited almost like gdq kind of thing yeah, to where yeah, yeah. they all competed sitting next to each other Jeez. to try to and he, he he fucking beat the world record live at the event which is like that's insane. The, odds and the crazy of that part happening. was like, whoever wins the event was like five thousand dollar award, and if you beat the record, it was like another five thousand. He's like, these next like A button presses are ten thousand dollar button presses. Like oh. if I fuck this up, and it's like spinning around Bowser and making sure you click the button <laughs> the right time to throw. Like those are the most nervous. Like Dude, you know what? Imagine um, what that feels like to beat the world record live like because dude, you have the chances of that like you said how long is the run how many times have you done it how many possible seconds are there to even save to be able yeah. to nail all of that live is and he, and he fucked up like a lot in the beginning it was just like the ultimate comeback where um Jeez. it was just it, it was just so fucking well done and i remember i'd never heard of him and i never really watched sm64 yeah. but it was just i dipped my feet into this speed run guy and then he let me look at you know oh now there's donkey kong and super mario and all these different names yep. um and stuff and then um oh, i don't even remember what it what it was that happened but oh i started watching cheese um, when I was looking into the speedrun stuff, I started looking at Super Mario 64, and I just yeah. remember, like, that's the guy, because it was super emotional, because he was like, oh my god, you know, yep. like, and then even the, the fucking casters just got up and walked away, uh, yeah. and, and the, one guy, one guy was like, I'm gonna stay here, and he's like, I can't, he's like, you're a legend, dude, I have nothing to say, everybody was just, like, fucking blown away, um, dude, that's so, insane. like, this guy was just a legend, right, and then now, fast forward, he, I, I was watching his fucking, last video uh last week when he was just doing geoguessr like some stream highlights in between super mario 64 because he just recently got another world record um in the game so he's like taking a little bit of a break and even at one point in the video he pulls up spotify and he's it's my fucking stream safe oh playlist my gosh. um so and he's like a vip in here i go in all the time he's like 
these people are such fucking awesome people in the community. Yeah. So now it's like, he's going to be my number, you know, my, he's going to be like my coach, just like Danny B oh, was. Oh yeah. Um, and is for Zelda. And then the last, the last bit, the last little anecdote I'll share here. And then, uh, we can wrap up That's so was crazy. I'm when I started doing super Mar uh, sorry, uh, Ocarina of time mm -hmm. speed runs. Now I'm in a different category on Twitch. There's all these new names, right? All these, Oh, it's yeah. a totally different category. So I, there's a lot of people I don't know. A yep. lot of people that come in and they see me doing stuff and they assume that I'm like, you know, good. And I'm like, I've done 30 runs. Like, yeah. how long have you been speedrunning, bro? I'm like four hours, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm like, I'm just competent enough at a few things that if you were to watch, you would think that maybe I would like, oh, I might be one of the top contenders. Yeah. But then if you watch like the 99% of the other things, you can tell I'm a fucking hack, you know, amateur yeah, yeah. newbie. Um, I could just do this like one backflip trick just as well as these other guys because it's three button presses and you know how hard can that be but doing eight million button presses consistently in one run without yeah. fucking up that's the hard part and that's what I'm I'm learning but so it, I had a bunch of people that were all like partnered you know whenever I see the partner logo on Twitch I'm always like intrigued right yeah, of course because there's different levels of partners too like every now and then I'll click on a partner's name and there's like 11,000 followers or 6,000 followers or 750,000 followers you're like you know you you don't know if you're they're like a brand new partner or if they're like yeah you know really big in a community or wherever and I just remember it, it, this is so I gotta share this fucking terribly embarrassing moment where uh well it's not that embarrassing it's it, but it's just it's funny like it's this on a scale of zero to ultimate cringe it's like a one okay where um my Nintendo almost just fell. Oof. Sorry, that scared me. Um, it's haunted. To where, uh, so someone came in here, um, Richard Sage, who had the partner logo, and I just remember being like, oh, cool, you know, because he'd, he'd come a few times, yeah. and he would basically just say, he'd lurk, and he would say, like, good luck on the runs. Yeah. And it was like, oh, cool, he's probably like a streamer in, you know, in the category, whatever. And then I remember randomly one one day, yeah, it was it was yesterday, actually, when I was trying to learn that that crazy insta clip at the yeah, end, that okay. it took me three hours to do it once. Oh. Um, but that was just learning how it worked. Yeah. Like those notes I read yeah. from was was from that guy. And at one point, somebody was like, "Oh shit! Like, are you the world record holder?" And I'm like, "No, it says on my splits thing. I'm like, it's 1644 by Richard Sa Oh, it's that guy. The guy oh, who comes in and is like." God. And I it literally, I, I fucking put that in my thing, my splits yep. of like listing out the world record is this time by this guy. And I just never put two and two together that like, oh, that's yeah, the fucking dude whose is... run I've watched 700 times. Guy. It was just so funny. Jeez. I was like, have you seen I literally him since? responded like, no, I don't have a, I mean, it was yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. It was like, it was like 10 hours ago. <laughs> And he hung out and someone gifted him a sub. He's the one that walked me through for like two hours last night. The trick. He was like, you got to do this pixel and this. And it was like, it, it's just a fucking great community. Like That's cool. I had, and, and it's funny how welcoming they are because what I, I know that he's not worried about me being competition, but that's effectively what you're doing yeah. is training the people who are going to beat your records. Yeah. So it's so fucking, I mean, I guess you could say that about Tarkov, like when you do guides, you're teaching people to fucking beat you in <laughs> yeah, PvP. Yeah, to be but, better at PvP, yeah. But it's just so fucking cool that all these people who are like legends that are all just willing to hop into some rando dude's stream and help them. It's so cool. And that's cool, like, 
after talking with Danny B, like I'm glad that we were able to do that podcast and I was able to kind of like talk with him about it because after talking to him, it feels like they, it's like as much as, as much as it would suck having your world record taken it, I'm sure that a part of it, it's like, we want more brains on this coming up with more tricks and more things and more optimism because it pushes the whole thing forward. You know what I mean? Like that's, so so it's cool that that's the overall attitude. But but if there's one person you'd expect that attitude not from, it's the world record holder. So it's even more cool that he's in there like, yo, good luck on the runs. You know what I mean? I mean, that's like kind of like, you know, you know, Michael Jordan walking up into a kid doing free throws and giving him some pointers. <laughs> hey, <good> like, <laughs> you know, yeah, sure. He might get into, you know, he yeah. might, well, Michael Jordan retired, but um, yeah, bad analogy. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. I just it's it was that's it cool. was super fucking cool. Um. And it's like really super humbling and it's, yeah. it's, it's exciting. And so. I bet it's cool to, yeah, like I bet it's cool to be in a category where you're not among the most knowledgeable, but you flip that. Like, you know what I mean? Like in Tarkov, like there's so much you've like bled out of Tarkov and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's asserted you as like, you've got tons of YouTube and stuff and, but just a different experience to be in a category where it's like new names, new faces, new people maybe throwing you a raid or new people to raid, new people coming in. And and now you're the one with everything to learn. Like, yeah, as somebody, I think we're both that way as somebody who just like, me, baby. likes to continually always be learning about something new. Like, I'm sure that there's, that's just like a cool, when you're playing Tarkov, it's more just like doing the thing, you know what I mean? But yeah. And, and, and there's, there's so many aspects of this that I'm I'm excited to highlight that aren't that aren't obvious from like the tiny little mechanical things to yeah. the tricks that people are doing when they're so good at them it makes it look so easy you yeah. don't realize that while he's reading chat he's back walking and counting the frames based on the da -da 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 of the thing and you know like they just know the timing but you don't realize it you just think he's it must be easy right cuz he's not doing anything no he's doing 20 more things than you even know <laughs> yep while talking to you and answering your message and it's still easy for him <laughs> yeah um but so then there's that aspect but then there's also i did one run that was different than all the rest of the runs now because i'm i'm using a practice rom and i have save yeah. states and so it's none of my runs i could even if i broke the world record they wouldn't they wouldn't matter it wouldn't be official anyway because yeah. i'm on a fucking hacked rom like I, it's yeah effectively yeah, yeah. it's good for practicing for sure but like as soon as i can't I, mean, I can't submit runs until i get the japanese cart i could do it on on in america in my american version but there's like it three minutes more down, of text scrolling yeah. um so i it's like it would just be impossible um but the one time i had the 2458 run from the dude who like i'm like oh this guy's bonking all over the place and making all these mistakes side by side with me to where it, rather than my webcam, I had his run and I hit play at the same time. Oh. And it was like my fucking heart was racing, dude. And I just was looking over. It was like looking in your rearview mirror playing yep. Mario Kart. That's dude, super it was, funny. It was a totally different world. And I was fucking up and the pressure was on. And you see like you're walking in the same pixels. And then all of a sudden you see like he does something and now he's ahead of me. And I'm like, no. And then you pull ahead. and That's oh, actually dude. really cool. So that's a taste of I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure it's going to be completely different when I'm when I'm actually in the real show, you know, like yeah. trying to do a run where if I fuck this trick up, I go back to the beginning. Yeah, I don't get to because now I get to reload a save state, which adds time, yeah. which is it would be longer than if I had done it right. But now it's like, how many things am I going to get to where I do 10 minutes and the trick fails? Yeah. And then I just restart. 
10 minutes and the trick fails, 10 minutes and the trick fails, 10 minutes. And then you just get frustrated with like, I don't want to collect the fucking cuckoos anymore. I yeah. want to do the rest <laughs> of the shit, you know? So yeah, that's dude. Who knows? Who knows how many runs I'll do? I have like 88 runs right now. That's cool. And you, man. And you look at and you look at those guys, and they all have a run counter. It's like eleven thousand four hundred and twenty. You're like, That's oh god, out of control. I'm such an idiot. Like that, I, that I think I'm going to be able to beat sub twenty minutes <laughs> in whatever. Like I don't know the hubris. The hubris. It's what keeps you going, though. That's dope. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's really cool that it's been that it's been going good. That's super exciting. I mean, yeah, it's it's just I totally get that. It just feels good and fresh to be doing something good and fresh. That's fun. That's why, dude, yeah, you, you stopped by the other day. I was like jamming on some Valheim. Like that's like the new hot thing, but it's just like, it's just fun, man. It's just we'll like. We'll have to talk about Valheim next time because yeah. I want to, I I still, I'm in the phase where like, I don't get it. Dude. But I was like that at one point when hearing about Tarkov and I was playing PUBG. I'm like, it sounds, yeah. you just run around loot. It sounds fucking pointless. And so it's very understandable because the first, yeah, whole like two weeks of me watching people play it, I was in that exact same thing. Like. It was like seven or eight times I clicked on streams and it was just like cutting trees down and walking or, around or like building floors. And I was like, what? But I've never even seen that. Oh, shit. There's building floors. Oh, you just made it three times more interesting dude, than it was before. It's crazy base <laughs> building, bro. It was like the first seven minutes of every game of da of Daisy or Rust where yeah. it's like, just look around for a fucking rock so and you I can think, make it. I think that's what it is, is that like every time I'd click on a stream, it was that streamer's first time playing. So I just kept seeing the somewhere in the first hour over and over again. And you're like, what the hell? But now, dude, if you like see Sequisha Live or somebody like that playing, click on it, dude. And you're like, whoa, like it's great. Like portals teleporting you and, and like multiple bases and building, you know, Viking longboats to sail to new islands and explore boss fights like dude it's it gets it gets crazy so yeah I'd, yeah i'd love to talk about it i'm i'm in it like it's it's been super fun it's been super hell fun. yeah so dope well cool yeah that sounds good you want to you want to take wanna go find a fucking take me take me to the the yeah. badge and the fire steel take me to church let's go <laughs> yeah if i mean if obviously if you want to hop on a zelda or something at any point but i'm i'm game I'm game. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 let's do a few runs. Okay. We'll see we'll see how it goes. Maybe after the first like two or three, it's like, you know what? I'm going to play some Valheim. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and see. Uh, <laughs> you'll find out on next week if either if there's no episode or not. That's if we succeeded and we, <laughs> we, we break up the band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, cool. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, live here for chilling and everything. Um, we are back to doing it every week, which is feeling really good. There's still there's still a few people. I still get people that don't know that we have the the new channel, which is understandable because if you miss it here, it would just stop doing it. So um, so we'll probably be spamming that for a while. But we do have a dedicated YouTube channel for the podcast. Please go subscribe there. That's going to be a launching point for some cool other content that we want to do in the future, too, which is exciting. So subscribe that the video version of this will be there most likely on Monday. And, you know, Spotify and all those places soon. So thank you guys for hanging with us. We'll see you next week. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Peace.